chapter 5, and this is the Passion Translation, and it says, And patient endurance will refine our character, and proven character leads us back to hope.
Oh, I can do it. It's okay to just tip on a drink every once in a while. Who are you convincing? Really? It's okay to lay down. It, it's okay to go to first base and second. Who are you convincing yourself? Without your wife. I said, 
so funny because I was studying this and here comes somebody knocking on my door. I said, it's a sinful nature. And you're the only, you don't hate it enough. You still like it. You still like it. So you dip into it and you can't even pull on anything that's trying to, that God's trying to put us into grip and perseverance and stamina.
That is your vertical moment with him. To love people, love all, and serve all, that's what's horizontal. That's you living a sacrifice life. You get that? That's you living people. God, there's the cross. Pick up your cross daily and follow me. That's the sacrifice life. But it's tossed behind the veil. See, Jim, you got to grow. I got to grow too. My road's behind the bell. And you're going to have to just follow the camera because this thing's going to keep going. It's tossed. I mean, I can come all the way back here to you. Doing good? Okay. You got a strong heart. Hey, age don't matter, right? This thing is tossed behind the veil, and look, I've hit the point. It's anchored. Ain't going nowhere. It's behind the veil. And, and here's what's crazy is when the, when the enemy comes in and tries to distract me, tries to stop me, tries to stop me from, from so your anchor is behind the veil. Nice shirt. Your anchor is behind the veil, but... I, I represent your distraction. But because you're anchored, because you're anchored, you're not going to go anywhere. It doesn't matter how much I pull and push on you. I'm not, you're not going anywhere. And too many times, too many times, look at this. It doesn't matter where you sit. It doesn't matter where you are when you hold on to the anchor. You're not going anywhere. You're still anchored. It might look like you're somewhere, but you have this. This is your hope. This is your faith. It's anchored with the Holy of Holies. Behind the veil, where the manna, where the rod, where the Ten Commandments, Jesus Christ himself is anchored back behind the veil. No matter what. No matter what you face, when you hold on tight, you know there's going to be a point where it reaches. It reaches a point. But look, you got enough room. No matter what people do or try to take you from, you have an anchor. No matter what you try to do, the only way, the only way that this doesn't work is if you let it go. The only way that this won't work in your life, I'm sorry for rubbing that, they can rub you wrong, my bad, is if you let go. Hold on. You gotta hold on. Hold on. And I know like, things could be crazy. Life happens. Even loved ones that we lose, for real. You gotta hold on. That's right. Because when that's all said and done, come on. You're still anchored. Come that on. this is connected. That this whole thing is connected behind the veil. The holy of holies. The, the place where they even said that you shouldn't touch it. If you touch it, you die. It's so holy. You're hooked to the holy of holies. You're hooked to the most inner place. 
And then, then the world don't understand this because they're like, how do you draw that strength? How do you draw strength from that? How is strength happening in you? How are you smiling when this, the worst thing just happened? It's because I have an anchor. And it feeds me. It gives me hope. It gives me joy. That's how. Now listen. You can verse your great job. You can you can keep holding on. Oh little girl. But listen, boys. Hold on, boys. It doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. You have an anchor for your soul. So when you're at school. When you're, when you're playing basketball, whatever you're doing, even on your Fortnite, kill somebody, cranking 90s, whatever you guys do with your weird skins, and I don't know, it's weird. But you have an anchor for your soul, so you have to hold on to who you are and the standard you have. Because if not, you let this go, let go, and you grab the remote and do something crazy. And you do something crazy. So it doesn't matter if you're gaming, or if you're working, or if you're at home, or what you're doing in your life. Hold on to the anchor. It's behind the veil. It's behind the veil where only the Levites were supposed to carry so many feet apart because they couldn't touch it. It's so holy. It says we have an anchor for our soul. Church online, grab the anchor. Don't let it go. Because... It's vital. Now, here, here, the crazy thing is, is that this, this bad boy. Now, the anchor's there, but sometimes we feel like we're drifting. Because when the anchor, I mean, there's, there's room. So you can feel drifted. But even feeling drifted, you still have to hold on to the anchor. And you have to trust in the Lord, sorry, with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding. Your own understanding. Because our own understanding always takes us somewhere we don't want to go. So when we feel drifted, we still got to know I'm still anchored. It's not always going to be that tight, but it's still on me. If you've ever been in a boat, if you've ever hooked on, you will move around a little bit, but you are anchored. You will feel drifting. Now, there will come a point if you let go, then you will just drift away. And then you wonder why. You wonder why that you're so far from God. Or you wonder why that you, you just lost it all and this and that. Because you have let go of the very thing that gave you life. Our Christianity is based on faith. On this hope we hold on to. When, when, when the doctor tells us one report, we hold on to faith. Yes. When our finances don't add up right, we hold on to faith. Yes. And even if the church isn't going well, we still hold on to faith. In our marriage or anything else, we still hold on to this faith that is behind the veil. Now, it's still on TV, and occasionally you can binge watch it. But deadliest catch. Those are some crazy people. They, they, they're something else. You talk about grit. Woo! But they said on the deadliest catch that in the most craziest tides and the most craziest things that they would face, that that they would drop the anchor. It would go like 
four to six hundred feet down. And it would just hook onto something after just in those crazy seas and, and it's crashing down that it would finally hook onto something on the bottom and just stop that. And they would and they would stay secure doing all they need to do in that area. Yes, it would move around and shift. And listen, don't let go because it's shaking back and forth. You still got an anchor. You're more secure shaking back and forth. Out and you will tip over and drown. Get out of this situation with the anchor. Is if we take the ship and literally go all the way around. Because we're hooked. We're going all the way around to dislodge ourselves from the anchor. All the way around so we can go the opposite way so that the anchor can lift up and we can go. All the enemy wants to do is to take you all the way back around and go back the other way and dislodge yourself so you don't have an anchor. So it's lifted and you don't have no secure security in your life. It doesn't matter how old, how young. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter all the things you face. As long as you have the anchor. And, I, and this thing is long. I mean, it goes, it hits, it hit a point right there. Bam. And I could be on the edge of sin. How many times are you on the edge of your flesh? How many times are you? I literally got to hold on to this. I am not necessarily the anchor. He's the anchor. I'm just holding on tight. And you're right on the edge of flesh. You're right on the edge of, of, of just doing your own thing and not even caring. Or you're on the edge of being mad and know it's going to take you somewhere you shouldn't go. Because you try to bury that old person. And it sets you off. And you're just going to have to yell or cuss or do something stupid or whatever it is. When you have the anchor for your soul. When you are attached to it, you realize that in the end, no matter what happens, you must still stay secure. And too many times, people right here get lost in this right here. They get lost in this area right here. I don't feel the tension. And they feel so loose in it that sometimes they don't even realize it. They just walk right outside of it. And they feel like they're still in. I'm not telling you right now. No matter what you do in your life, where you go, what's going on in your life, you have to know. It has to be on the front of your thoughts and your mind and in your prayers that I'm secure. I'm secure. Because listen, what is attached to the behind the veil is attached to me now. What is attached behind the veil, the presence of God is attached to me. And I can have this anger. anchor holds us. It doesn't let us go. I'll try it. You're stronger than I am. Maybe. Whatever. Whatever. I had a dream. It was cool. <laughs> but no matter how much I want to pull him off of this, I'm like, you, should, you need to let this go. You, okay, don't. Because I know you won't. Because it's not worth it. You're, you're better off not. If you just do your own thing, you're better off. If you just fulfill the lust of your own flesh, you're good. 
you, but, but you see, he's not going to let this go. You know why? Because there's a determination that I can't let this go. I don't care what you say. I don't care how much money you want to give me. I don't care what you're thinking. I'm not letting you leave the road. And too many times there's people in our lives, there's, there's, there's situations that try to take us away and grab something else. Hey, hold on to this. This will be better. And too many times we grab that so quick. We grab it so quick. And it's like, oh, well, maybe that is better. And guess what we've let go of? The veil. Jesus Christ. Life. Look, what is it? Man. He, he provided. There's provision. Dead things come into life. That is the, the gospel. That is who we are. When we accept Christ into our heart, that is the gospel. We were once dead in our sins, but because we chose Christ, we're a new creature. We were born again. That's what's behind the veil. And then the Ten Commandments, living for him. It's good. But daddy, let it go. You should. You don't need that, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> should daddy let it go? No. No. That's right, girl. You won't pull it? Oh, okay. But see, too many times we try, and there's people that will do this, and the enemy will try to feed it to your mind to think that you don't need this. Look, I mean, you're holding on to this, Stephen, for real. You're holding on to this, and look how far away the veil is. You don't need that. I mean, you're too far from the veil, so how you don't even get a part of God? It doesn't matter, because he's everywhere. You see what I'm saying? He's everywhere. If I was just like, see, we compare ourselves to... Uh, more holier people or something. I don't know what you say. More people people that are more uh, seasoned. Uh, sometimes they call them like, you know, they, they say like, well, the mother of the church or, or the more, the head intercessor or, or, or whatever the case is. We think that if we can compare ourselves to them, that we're going to be closer to God. And we can't do that because, listen, you don't know what they've been through to get to where they are. And you've got your own battles to face. And so you can't do a comparison saying, well, her anchor's a lot closer to the bell or his anchor's a lot closer to the bell than mine. I'm way back here. I mean, how can God use me? I'm all the way back here holding on. I mean, I might as well just let go. But God will use you. It doesn't matter how far. As long as you're anchored, he's got you. And he wants you. You're anchored. You just got to realize it, and then you got to have the grit, the grit to not let go. You should have been a tug of war, bud. You want some? You want some of this? <laughs> okay, I need it. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Brandon, I think that it makes me think about how you were talking about people and people pulling on you, and we've been talking about, again, back when we were the kids, about Team Jesus, but... When you're on a team and you have people on your team, I think you have to be careful who you allow to be on your team with you and who's close to you. Because what happens is even people who say they're Christians and love you, and they could be your very best friend, but if your very best friend is not pulling for Jesus, they're not pulling for you. Right. If they're not pulling, you say that again. If they're if, not pulling if, for Jesus, they're not pulling for you. Because they don't have the best interest, interest of God at their heart. Well, because in the end, I'll real quick. Because what they're doing is pulling away, and you're trying so hard for them to find Christ, but they're pulling so hard like she was doing against him. Let's just go to the single people. You can't missionary date and act like you go and try to date them and slowly get Jesus. Yep. 
You see what I'm saying? And they're pulling so far that they still want to close. They still want to do the thing. They still want to do all the stuff that the world's, you know, and, and you're trying to like, well, you know, you just open your Bible to chapter 3. They have no idea because you're trying to get them saved because you want something from them. But it can even be somebody who is saved and who knows God who's close to you, Absolutely. who loves you and who really does love you. But if they are not pulling their weight for God in their own life in the way they need to, and they are giving you advice that is taking you in a turning direction from God, what happens is they are pulling against you instead of for you because they're not pulling in God's direction for you. And what's crazy is if you really understand this, is my direction with God is not your direction with God. And your direction He's my provider. Nobody else is providing for 
He's my provider. Dead things do come alive. The things that were dead come back alive. Because in the end, whatever that is in your life, listen, man, so many times, even financially, even in my own personal life, just knowing that, like, oh, we're going to make it, or this and that. God, if God can take a stinking dead sin and make it come alive, what can he do with your situation? To bring it alive. And not only make it come alive, but buzz and produce. Of one dead sin. To just prove a point that he's got you and that he wants you and he wants to use you. We accepted him. We have that anger. It's attached. We have to hold on to it. That's the grit you have. If you don't, you'll let it loose and then you wonder why you're going through the craziness that you might go through. This applies to any child, any teenager, young adult, adult. You got to hold on to it. Uh, I just want to say that I think because when we're young together as a team, how much easier it is to to grit. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we think grit is like I gotta do this all by myself. And as you were talking, I was just sitting here and I the Spirit of God said some of these people don't even want to grab the boat with you. They're afraid stretch out in their own selves. They think they have to do it all on their own. And that's not the truth. You know, we're a team, Patty. You know what I mean? That we can do this together. It doesn't matter if I look different than you or if, if you're more mature than me. It doesn't matter. When we come together and we grab together, it's an easier pull than it is when we try to do it all by ourselves. Want to think that you can just try to do this all by yourself. But I think that God wants us to be a team. And some of you stay in your own chairs, you stay in your own house, you don't want to really, okay, I'm going to come here, this is good enough. But you know what? I think even, even some of you will stretch yourself out to serve. That's part of grabbing the rope. Amen. To end this all, I Verse 13, it says, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping. Hold tight to your convictions. Your convictions, that's your character. That's your morals. That's what you hold to. And when you hold to those things, it builds hope. And what that is, is that's the presence of Jesus Christ in your life.
NFL players a couple years ago, I think it was in Florida, there was, they were going fishing and there was a bad, um, they hit this wave and stuff, and literally took their boat upside down and killed both of them. These guys were fit guys. And they said it was a freak accident because they didn't properly anchor down. That was the only reason why it happened. And I'm telling you today, you want to be anchored. Don't do this on your own terms. Do it the right way. Do it the way God says to you. Don't go rogue on it and try to figure it out for yourself. They, their death could have been prevented if they would have just done it the right way. They weren't properly anchored, and that's why the, when the wave and the stuff happened, it slipped it. When you're anchored, it doesn't mean you're not going to have a storm. It's, it means that you're going to be able to go through that storm and bear through that storm. That's, that's the whole reason of being anchored. Your word is alive and well in us because we're angry. 